Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today, we've got a topic of yours, Michael. Five legal loopholes to take advantage of. What if I was to tell you that I had a magical company, that everything you put into this magical company, when you retired, it would pay you back tax-free, so you could take a tax-free income from it, and you could make a rate of return. I talk about your money working for you when you when you retire, any money that this money in this magical company makes uh, is subject to 0% tax. Is that something that you'd be interested in? <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to, if you were going to launch into that spiel again. This is, for anyone listening, this is the second time we've tried to uh, record this. We had some audio glitches the first time around. And so I thought to myself, I wonder if he's going to be able to get himself amped up to do the, do the same spiel at the start of it. So yeah, so I'm pretty impressed with that. So so yes, but wait, that, there's that. more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. What if I were to tell you that along the way, as you put money into this thing, you can actually claim a tax deduction for that money that you're putting in there. So not only does it pay you money out tax-free in the future and uh, have a 0% tax rate once you retire, along the way, 10 years out, 15 years out from retirement, you can put money into it every year and claim that as a tax deduction. If you, now, in. <laughs> if you call now, if you call now, if you call in the next 15 minutes, we can. No, so um, all, all, all jokes aside, yeah. um, this is actually a superannuation system. And yeah. and um, what we're going to take you through today is in chronological order, yeah. um, like we call it, five legal loopholes to take advantage of uh, and ending up with the mecca that I just described there. So, yeah. Yeah, what, and, and yeah, I, I when think we, this, the, the, the good thing about this, oh, I actually like the, the structure of this, and obviously I can talk about it because we've, we've done it before, but if you think of it as, like we like we said, and even though you've spun it as there's a magic bullet, what, what actually happens is there's five, in, in this case, in this case study we'll go through, there's five different uh, different components of this strategy that all add, add in together, and, and the sum of the, of the parts is... Is uh, is pretty massive, but that's that's I think what happens with we've talked about this before a lot with all of our planning and and looking at this with people. There's no magic bullet. It's just using every different part of this to get you the best outcome along the way. So the five separate steps here. It's a good way to break it down. Ending in that holy grail that you that you just talked about, which is a tax-free retirement. That's right. And and what we're talking about today is is legislation. So it's the legislation part of what we do. Now, yeah. um, legislation is um, black and white. Yeah. Uh, um, and when we talk about legal loopholes, legal loopholes is a, is a term. Um, what it means to me is actually about understanding the legislation and yeah. using it to your advantage legally. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, oh, yeah. so that's what well, we that's what we try to do. So, so we, we use the existing legislation. We look through that legislation. 
Yeah. And we say, look, how, how can we get strategy out of this? And actually, yeah. how can we um, make this fit for our clients? And, and that's and a, so- a, a good point there is, is, I guess, to add a bit to that, is the way that I think of it is, is not just, it, it's not just um, what does the legislation say. You, you almost got to think of it from the perspective of, what does the government, what, 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 where am I being guided in what direction? That makes sense. And, and so what I think of with this is that like a lot of the legislation that seems sort of too good to be true, why, why are these rules in place? The, the holy grail for, for our clients and for our government is for everyone to be a self-funded retiree. So each of these mm. things, it's not as though it's a little trick that we've come across that, that wasn't intended to be used by, by our government. And even though we, you know, we call it a loophole, but really it's, it's a thing that that's been left open for a reason. You, you, the government wants you to take advantage of these, of these tax savings along the way so that you will then be a self-funded retiree. And so it's really a good position to be in because what you want and what the government wants are, are the same thing. I mean, in a perfect world, they'd probably like a, a little bit of the tax money along the way, but they can kind of see that if you've got someone who's 55 and they're working towards retiring in 10 years' time, there's, there's two ways it's going to go. They're either not going to be self-funded, in which case the government's going to have to put their hand in their pocket and, uh, and pay for some Centrelink and things like that, or they can give them some incentives along the way, let them pick up some tax savings and get to a point where their retirement is fully funded by, by themselves. And that's kind of what the government wants and that's what I think most people listening this probably want. Yeah, look, and, and um, uh, it's, it's funny, isn't it, because I don't even... I didn't even try to. You've done a great job of explaining what the government yeah. wants, and I think that's a, yeah. a, a valid <laughs> you theory. You don't, you don't care. I really don't care because it's 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 pieces, it's words yeah. on paper now. Yeah, yeah. And if yeah. I can look through those yeah. uh, words on paper, which is all yes. legislation yeah. is, it's yeah. words on yeah. paper. Yeah. And if I say, uh, I can do this, I can do yeah. this, I can do this for my client, um, <laughs> where I can really, really add significant yeah. value for my clients is by coordinating all of that together yeah, yeah. and and that's and, that's probably a good point because it's it's a bit like there are some rules that that just don't make sense to me at all in in any view and, and it's a bit like the, a dog turning in a circle before it lays down on the floor and, and goes to sleep why does the dog do that the dog just that's just what the dog does you can try and argue it you can try and understand it or you can just go okay the dog's gonna do that so the law is the law the, the rules are the rules and Obviously, they will change over time, but that's, as you say, our, our job is is really just to go. This is what the rules are. This is what this is what we can do in the most effective way for our clients. So let's talk about these five things. Um, yep. Five five specific pieces of legislation packaged yep. together. Now, just just bear in mind as you're listing the mecca here is what we want to end up with is when your retirement is, you want to end up with the most amount of money that you can in this magical tax-free company. I say yeah. that with air quotes now. It's yeah. just superannuation. Um, yeah. So you want to you want to end up with, with all of your assets that you're going to draw an income from up to yeah. – there are some caveats there. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, yeah. But you want to end up with the, 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 the bulk of your money inside yeah. superannuation yeah. Uh, where you can then – a flick the switch effectively and, and move that into 0% yeah. taxed uh, on and, the earnings and, and, on, the, and that, on, the, on the income that you draw. So it's the ways to that's, get that. That's actually, that's actually a separate podcast that we've, we've also done about taxes in retirement. And so that's, you know, if you want more details about the specifics of how all those sorts of things, and we'll touch on it a bit towards the end of this, but 
there is, that is another whole uh, area of, of its own. And so mm. what we've sort of got today are the five steps to go through on the way to that, that end point. But, but you're dead right, is that we want to start with the end in, in mind and go, that's where we want to end up is in that tax-free environment so that when you're retired, every dollar that you've got that you're drawing out is going to you and not going to the ASIO. That's right. Number one, concessional contributions. So imagine for just a minute, you're 55 now. You don't have to be 55. There's no age-based limit on this. It's just that generally speaking, at that age, people are very focused because they have 10 years traditionally till the, or 10 years to go till the traditional retirement age of 65. Yeah. So um, you could be 50, you could be 45. It doesn't really matter. Um, just imagine for a minute that your employer puts in $10,000 to your superannuation fund each year. Um, what that allows you to do is you can actually put up to $15,000 in to your superannuation fund per individual. So it could be $30,000 as a member of a couple yeah. um, because that's- you've got a $25,000 concessional contribution cap. So effectively what concessional contribution refers to it's just money that you're going to put into superannuation and claim a tax deduction for yep, yep. so you don't have to pay income tax <laughs> that's correct so um in this example if my employer puts in ten thousand dollars i put in fifteen thousand dollars um throughout the year via salary sacrifice which is the most common form of that yep. Uh, yep. Or I can now do it a different way, which is putting it in from after-tax dollars and claiming it as a tax deduction at the end of the financial year. Don't get too worried about that. It's the same thing in a different yep. in a different yep. uh, coat. Um, if I'm, it all comes down to what marginal rate of tax I'm on. So if I'm on a thirty-nine percent marginal rate of tax, which means my income's over, over eighty-seven, ninety thousand dollars, I think it is now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what happens is that I put that fifteen thousand dollars in. Um, I claim that as a tax deduction, and I get back five thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars as an additional tax return. So it's just my marginal rate of tax, thirty nine percent times the amount 15. that I've put in. And if I'm in, in now, if I'm in the tax bracket below that, um, it's thirty four and a half percent as my marginal rate of tax. So I get thirty four and a half percent back of that amount. Yeah. So, so, so it's still, still still definitely worth doing. It's uh, mm. yeah, yeah. So that goes in uh, my super. So as it goes in, and I claim it as a tax deduction, the super fund then taxes that at fifteen percent on entry. Uh, and and what's important here is that fifteen percent tax is only levied on money that is being claimed as a tax deduction. So it's either your salary sacrifice or the money that you put in and claim as a tax deduction at the end of the year uh, or your employer contributions. So essentially though, there's an arbitrage there because what happens is I put the $15,000 in and uh, I claim that at 39% rate of tax in this example. So I get back 39% of that. I get taxed 15% of that as it goes into super. So there's a 24% overnight return. Uh, yeah. Which is important. So that's that's it, you, look. It's hard to get a twenty four percent guaranteed return over two years or three years. Yeah. yeah. If you can get a guaranteed return overnight, and it's yeah. guaranteed because the legislation's in place. Yeah. And and we know that if you do it, you can claim it straight away and, and effectively get that return. So so yeah. that one for us is a is a huge one yeah. because because. Um, 
you know, forgetting even forgetting about the return, the 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 biggest hidden benefit here is sorry, even forgetting about the tax arbitrage, the twenty four percent differential between the fact that I'm claiming that contribution, I'm getting back thirty nine percent of that, which is five thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars extra personal tax return. I'm paying fifteen percent tax on entry, which is only two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars in tax yep. levied on entry. The difference between those two is three thousand six hundred dollars. We call that free money. Um, yep. Forgetting that, forgetting yep. that, by putting that extra fifteen thousand dollars in uh, each year to my superannuation fund in the last ten years of my working life, at a after tax return of six point eight percent assumed, my superannuation yep. grows by one hundred and seventy four thousand five hundred dollars over that period of yep. time. And that, that's a that's a really good point, Michael. Is that the free money is great. Um, and that's, you know, obviously if someone handed you an envelope with $3,600 in it every year, you'd be, you'd be clicking your heels. But, but it's, this, this is why we talk about this for most people when they're 55. This is when this really um, becomes front of mind. It's because mm. the, the limitation of this is that that money goes in super and you can't, you can't get that back until you've met a condition of release. Yes. But when you're 55, that's actually what you want. You want that for saving. You want, you, you know when retirement is it, coming up soon. Whereas if you said to someone who's 30 years old, hey, you can put this money into super and you pick up a, you know, the, the tax arbitrage, but the downside is you can't touch this money for 30 years regardless of what happens. It, it yeah. sort of becomes a bit, a bit of a, a harder task to get motivated to do that. Whereas when you're 55 and you go, hey, we're geared towards this last 10 years of our working life, we, even if there was no tax saving, we would be saying to people, you need to be putting this money away to build up your retirement savings. That, that's right. And that's a good point. And it's a good point to, to raise my theory here. So my theory. <laughs> so, I love, so, love a theory. <laughs> so my theory, so people are suspicious of superannuation. And yeah. my theory is the government makes it attractive for you to put money into superannuation because they're yeah. saying, we'll yeah. give you a tax differential here. And people become suspicious of that. Oh, well, Ima- that imagine, that's, exactly, imagine. that's exactly what I mean. Where you go, if, if, you're, if you think of it from the perspective of, What's the, when when the, what's the, the old saying of the most uh, the scariest words in uh, scariest sentence in the world is I'm from the government and I'm here to help you. Like let's spin this around for a minute. Let's spin this around for a minute and and going back to that mecca. Yeah. Uh, so you can get uh, and I'll, I'll bring up the figures right now. So each individual can have $1.6 million in this magical company by the time they retire, where there's 0% tax on whatever that returns and 0% tax on the money that they draw as an income. So a couple can actually have $3.2 million if they do it correctly. Now, if the government was hush-hush about that and said, we don't want anyone to know about this and anyone that puts money into this thing, we're going to tax them more. In the lead yeah. up to their retirement, because yeah. because they've they've got it then tax free, this thing would spread like wildfire. Yeah, like yeah. The, b- people would go, "Oh my god, this thing! The government's got this thing. There's thing. there's, yeah, there's yeah. a secret yeah. thing." Yeah, what um, they what we, they should we've got to pay a bit more tax is, on the way for, in <laughs> for a few years. They should they should say, "Oh no, that's only 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 members of parliament are eligible for that, or only public servants are eligible for that <laughs> for a few years, yeah. and then say, run of the gates are open, everyone can use it." And they go, "This is what." Yeah. This is what these these politicians have been getting. This is the free money that they've got. So, so, yeah. that's a that's a great idea. 
because um, I think that's why people are suspicious. And superannuation has been that thing that your employer pays into and people aren't actively interested in it and all those types of things. But what what we see it as, it's just a vehicle or a, a, a tax shelter. Let's call it a tax shelter. People understand that. Yeah. And the tax shelter that I love is that is that every dollar that I put in up to yeah, you know, my concessional contributions cap limit of twenty five thousand dollars. So the example that we just used then, yeah. my employer puts in ten thousand dollars. I put in fifteen thousand dollars in. I claim it as a tax deduction. I get a twenty four percent return overnight. Essentially, I I claim it at thirty nine percent if I'm on that marginal rate of tax. Um, I pay in fifteen percent going in. There's a free money percentage of twenty four percent. Hey, it goes into some. It goes into an environment that's that's only going to be taxed on the return at fifteen percent before I retire. So every year, whatever that money makes, I get taxed at fifteen percent internally. Hey, that's a lot lower than my marginal rate of tax outside of superannuation. If I'd invested that money in my own name, I'd pay thirty nine percent tax on it. And when I when I get to sixty and uh, retire or have a change in employment, I can move all of that money into a zero percent taxed. Yeah. Company in inverted commas, it's still my superannuation. It goes into a superannuation income stream, um, and, and it's zero percent tax then yeah. forever. So, so, so I think that's why people are a little bit skeptical. It's just been and, and disinterested because it's, for a long time it's been just something that their employers done and they haven't taken an active interest in it. Yeah, it's and been mandated by the government. It's it's it's. Yeah, those types of things generally get people disinterested or skeptical. And this is like what we're talking about today. Um, and you sort of touched on that is earlier. Is that once that money goes into superannuation, into your superannuation account, you have the choice of how that money is invested. We're not even talking about that today. That's that's a we've we've banged on about that for many many hours on this podcast. Mm. What we're talking about, and and that's I think part of why people are hesitant to to put money into their super fund is that. They, they maybe aren't comfortable with or don't understand what's going on behind the scenes there. And so it's sort of a black box of put money in and it either goes up or it goes down. I don't really get it. And so I, I'm just not comfortable with it. Whereas, so that's that's a separate issue which you need to obviously look at and it's a very important thing. But this is just, as you say, pure black and white legislation tax savings. There's no, there's no magic behind the scenes there. It's just that these are the things that you can do every year and you, you're, Picking up those returns by way of tax saving. That, that's um, right. So, so um, biggest benefit of this one. So, putting that fifteen thousand dollars in each year. Biggest benefit of this is that my super grows by nearly one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars over the last ten years on my working life. Hey, if I if I push that window out and I do that with fifteen years to go, it actually compounds out to over three hundred thousand dollars extra. So yeah. that's the power of compounding. Yeah. Um, go back and listen to episode three, drive a $15,000 car to draw an extra $717,000 yeah. of income in retirement. That's podcast one, one of the One of the all-time greats of the money of podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, have a listen to that because it's all, it's, it's all about actually finding $15,000 to put into your super fund for the last... 15 years of your retirement. We're using 10 years here yeah. in this yeah. example, but if you go back and listen to that, yeah. it spreads it out over 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 yeah. um, over 15 years. It makes a huge difference. So, um, and, and the other hidden benefit here does, I put $15,000 in, um, my super grows to 170, 
four and a half thousand dollars as we discussed over ten years. I get back a personal tax return of five thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, every year. Yeah. So that yeah, that's so my that's holiday money. You get yeah. you get husband and wife doing this. Um, yeah. And they put thirty thousand dollars in each. Yeah, they've got yeah they've got only they've got nearly twelve thousand dollars that they can. We and we say to our clients, hey, that's your that's your big ticket money. Um, don't yeah. worry about trying to save twelve thousand dollars. We want you to put two times fifteen thousand dollars into your super funds. And we'll claim it as a tax deduction. You'll get back, you know, nearly twelve thousand dollars, and and that's your money to go traveling or yeah. to do stuff around the house or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. We uh, and I laugh because we always say you can either use that to go on a holiday or pay off your mortgage, or you could put, yeah, you, know, you could put extra into super, and you could see people's eyes going. Yeah, I, I think option one sounds pretty good. <laughs> We're going to go on the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, it's it's a nice. Thing. I mean, all of our clients like to travel. And yeah. when we take thirty thousand dollars off them, they think they, that their yeah. travel days are over for the last ten years of the working life. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But but we say, okay, well, we've got this answer here for you. Like, take yeah. the put the money yeah. and claim it as a tax deduction. It's, yeah. it's essentially free sum. money. Yeah. There's a big lump sum that comes to you once a year. Um, yeah. Your four savings have already been done, and yeah. away you go and travel there. So, yeah. concessional contributions number one. It is. It is. We would sum this up, Dallas, as the biggest one, wouldn't we? To to get yeah. you into for, for, into, the, for the average person, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and we'll talk more about different people and how they different things that they can do. But for the average person, the average, as you say, the average couple coming into to see us at fifty fifty five, this is the this is one of the big levers that you can pull. And and it's um, yeah, I think a part of like you're just saying why this is um, sometimes it's it's. Again, it seems too good to be true because the numbers compound out in such a in such a huge way that it doesn't seem realistic to go. Oh, yeah, you've got an, almost another two hundred thousand dollars, and what you've had to give up is you know a few hundred dollars a week, and you've got this big tax refund along the way. It sort mm. of seems like you you have to do more, but um, mm. that's that's kind of the the big one that we see a lot is one of the easy levers to pull is is that first one, and so the yeah. the 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 second. Uh, loophole you've got is, is a bit of a continuation of, of number one. It is. So people always come in to see us for the first time and they yeah. say, what do they say? <laughs> so I wish I'd come in. I wish I'd come to see you either five years ago. <laughs> they say five years and then And then sometimes they go, I wish I'd talked to you when I was 25. And I always say, <laughs> you talked to me when you were 25, you wouldn't have listened to my story about superannuation and retirement. You would have, have said, you're a boring old man. I'm going to the pub to catch you later. So, but five years is, is normally the one that they five, say, five years. So, so we can actually years. turn back. To, we say, be careful what you wish for, because yeah. now, because yeah. we can yeah. turn back time effectively three years. So, yeah. um, it's it's an extension. It's new. It's relatively new legislation. It's yeah. extension of number one concessional yeah. contributions, and it's called concessional contributions carry forward. That's number two yeah. here. Yeah. And what it is, if if someone's coming to see us for the first time in July of two thousand and twenty. And um, using that same example, they never put money into their super in 2018-19 and 2019-20. So, and what so that's, happened? That's when the legislation was, started. Was was yes. in 2018-19. That's what we're talking about. The two years in this case, but but uh, yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah. So basically, what 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 happens is they they've effectively got a spare fifteen thousand dollars that they could have contributed in 2018-19. And a spare fifteen thousand dollars that they could have contributed in two thousand nineteen twenty that they never did contribute in this example. Um, and what I'm talking about there is that their employer put in ten 
$25,000 in each of those years. Yeah. Um, they could have put in up to $25,000 as a concessional yeah. contribution, um, yeah. including what their employer puts in. So that leaves them the $15,000 that we used in that example. They never did that for 2018, 19, 2019, 20. They can now effectively turn back time and use those amounts. Um, yeah. uh, it can be over five financial years, but, but let's yeah. just do that over the next three financial years. So yeah. what they could actually do is um, they can actually put that money in uh, yeah. over the next... So, Three financial years. Yeah. In so, effect, so, so basically, so there's $30,000 spare from the, from the 15000 from the past two years. So there's $30,000 yep. extra on top of the 15000 that they can be putting in every year. So they can put yep. in $25,000 a year for the next three years. Yes, that's right. So, so it's a great way to turn back time. And when we think about it, for a lot of people, um, the, the, there's a bit of a waterfall moment there, isn't there, when the last child leaves yep. university or the last, yeah. the last yeah. child who is oh, yeah. doing a trade uh, yeah. has, has finally moved out of the house yeah. or they've become it, an apprentice. Either or, that, either that what, I, what I hear more is is the last child who's doing their, doing their trade, one day the parents see the pay slip in, in about their third or fourth <laughs> year and they go, hang on, this kid's done 26 bucks an hour. <laughs> what are you saying for dinner for? They're on, they're on more than us and we're yeah. only charging yeah. them. Yeah, fifty fifty dollars board, and they're <laughs> yeah. eating one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> yeah. worth of food. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, so basically, basically a lot of money gets freed up at some stage. This is a really good one for those people because yeah. um, let's assume for the last two years they had that big expense where they had two kids at uni still, and yeah. then yeah, yeah. Um, then all of a sudden uh, they graduate and get a job, and and what they found now is that they actually do have a spare twenty five thousand dollars. They could go into superannuation. They didn't. They couldn't take it. They couldn't take advantage of it the last couple of years, but they can now. And um, so they catch up. So they basically put in yeah. twenty five thousand um, dollars per person in this in this example. It could be per person. It could be fifty thousand yeah. dollars per couple. Um, yeah. In this example, and all the, all the uh, tax hey, treatment is the same. All the, it's the same. The same. Same figures. Same, just bigger bigger numbers because of the bigger amount going in. So thirty nine percent tax deduction. They get back nine thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars for every twenty five thousand that they put in at a thirty nine percent marginal rate of tax. Just be wary that if you are um, on the the tax bracket below that thirty four and a half percent, it's just slightly less, but still well and truly worth it. Um, so because uh, you, you, instead of claiming it at thirty nine percent, you're claiming it at thirty four and a half percent. Yeah, but so, you're still only getting taxed at the fifteen percent on the way into super. That's correct. Yeah. So, so essentially, in this example, if they are on thirty nine percent, they put in twenty five thousand dollars. They get back nearly ten thousand dollars in a personal tax return. They get back nine thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Um, the twenty five thousand dollars goes into super. It's taxed at the same fifteen percent, which is three thousand seven hundred and fifty in tax. Uh, the arbitrage is that they they still get the same free money percentage of 24%, which is free money of $6,000 in this case, in that they yep. pay 9000 So they, they get an extra tax return of 9750 They pay 3750 in tax. Yep. The differential is $6,000 um, yep. of free money. Yeah. So, so what, and, uh, uh, you go for me. So, um, so, so let's assume that they do that for three years. They put in yep. twenty five thousand for three years. They've effectively caught up then yep. to their to the money 
they um, can put in. That they can put in. They have to then cut back to fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. That goes in for the next seven years. So over ten years, the super actually grows by two hundred and seventeen thousand and change. So yeah. by by virtue of the fact that they were able to put in an extra ten thousand yeah. dollars for the uh, a year for the first three years in that in that concessional contributions carry yeah. forward or catch up. So and and that's a good example of that compounding effect you're talking about is that you in that first three, even though for the last, even for for the majority of this time, you're putting in the same amount as the first example. Those mm. first three years of extra contributions means that that money's going in early. It's working for you in the mm. background, even, even assuming that 6.8% after-tax return within there. It compounds out and makes a pretty big difference. So as you said, there's 217, just under $218,000. And that's, and again, that's per person. So you can kind of see there that, especially mm. if you're a member of a couple and you and you both of them, the ability to do this, it, it becomes a, a very big difference over 10 years. Yeah, and there's and there's a whole heap of other strategies that we can use to um, to find that $25,000, to find that little bit extra for those few yeah. years. Yeah. Um, we won't go into that now because there's That's enough right. to go in there, but we can do yeah. that when we, there's, yeah. there's, there's plenty that we can we can do that. Now, there is a big caveat here, yep. and the big caveat is that their total superannuation balance, which is the sum total of all the super funds that they have, has to be less than five hundred thousand dollars on the previous thirtieth of June. Um, yep. So, if I'm if I'm taking advantage of that uh, now in two thousand and twenty twenty one, we would look back on the thirtieth of June two thousand and twenty, just just gone. And if the if I had you know two super funds for example, and the sum total of those added up to less than half a million dollars per, per it's per person then i'd be able to take advantage of that yeah. so and, so and um yeah it, it's this it's is actually it's a look back every year this has given me a, a, an idea for, for another podcast which is because there is there is some management that needs to happen if if we're there looking is. at this when someone comes in and they've got 490,000 we go well you can you can do the carry forward in this year but potentially next year you know, hopefully your, your balance will be over that that's something that you'd want to manage in terms of how you do that because you may not that, have three years to be able to do it. And that's so right. A bit of a trade-off to look at there. So, but that's a that's its own probably kettle of fish. It, it is the same kettle of fish. There can there are look if you've got cash savings that you can dip into or you've paid off your yeah. mortgage and you can dip back into that. Yeah. Again, we, we're not you know don't take yeah. this as we could get in a lot of trouble with telling people to pull back, <laughs> pull on back your on your mortgage. mortgage. Yeah, but that's, it's it's, that's, it's 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 a it's an alternative and it's a strategy that you'd have to have an exit plan to. Yeah, um, yeah, but it is yeah. it is a viable strategy because we look we love free money. If if we're going, to, if yeah. if if we can, uh, yeah, I mean if we if we can let's, if we can do that, that let's let's let's, let's leave it. We'll, it's a good yeah. idea for another podcast. I, I feel so, like so um, there is you, you, we're we're mad for this uh, for this this sort of stuff, and we end up. Going down the rabbit hole in one podcast and, and end yeah, up we... sideways out somewhere else <laughs> talking about, talking about all sorts of things. So let's let's move on to basically so, what, we, what we're talking about there is that's a really big advantage that that you can, as you said, it, number one, the concessional contributions. Number two is the ability to carry that forward and use that up if you haven't been using it over the previous couple of financial years. So yes, spot um, on. So the third third item, third legal loophole. Yeah. So third is spouse contributions. So uh, we did a podcast on this as well, and you, uh, if you, yeah. it was just low income earners. Yeah, low, yeah, it was a listener questions. Yep, uh, low income earners uh, podcast. I think it would have been 
78 or 79 podcast. Yeah. I'm, I just can't remember. And um, that, but go that, back and that, have a listen to, yeah. to that for these two as well. But spouse contributions, yeah. um, my spouse earns less than $37,000 in this example and I make a $3,000 contribution into their super fund. Yeah. So what happens is $3,000 goes in and isn't taxed. Um, I'm entitled then to an 18% uh, tax, tax deduction or tax offset, um, which is $540. Yeah. So it's a free money, it's a free money percentage of 18% or a dollar amount of $540 in this, yeah. in this example. So again, we are all about a low hanging fruit and whilst, yeah. um, whilst this won't make enough difference to be able to retire on it's it's again an opportunity to put money into superannuation yep where remember the mecca that we spoke about before you're going to get this back tax-free in the future um so it's just another opportunity to get more money into superannuation and also get a benefit an immediate benefit for that yeah that that's a that's a good point i think because there's a lot of these things where you go um yeah it's 540 dollars, which which is still there's a weird thing where People can be very blase about, oh, it's only $540. But, but if someone, you know, if you went and got that amount out of the ATM and walked down the street and your wallet fell out of your pocket, you'd be, you'd be yeah. ticking rocks for well, a week. Well, you so. would. Like, I, I mean, I, I think of that in terms of, that's a week's worth of good entertainment, isn't it, really? $540. Yeah. Like, if you took I mean, that, that money that's, out. That's, a, that's a big week. That's a, that's it could a, be, it's, <laughs> it's probably a good fortnight's entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Say for, yeah, yeah for a couple. A yeah. Say, um, so that one twenty sixth of a year is covered by that little move there. And hey, what the be- the beautiful thing is too, and this is the other the hidden gem is that to 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 get that you've actually had to put three thousand dollars into your yeah. spouse's super fund. So an extra three thousand dollars goes in. It's just a little nudge yeah. to get more money yeah. into your to your superannuation. So you probably wouldn't yeah. have done that if yeah. you didn't it wasn't well, that entitled to this benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and the, and so now that's number three, and the same basically the similar sort of thing applies to the the fourth loophole that you've got here. Yeah, government co-contribution. So the the um, the earnings amounts are similar, not exact, but let's use the same example. So yeah. uh, my spouse who has earned less than thirty seven thousand dollars of adjusted yeah. taxable income, um, we put a thousand dollars into their super fund. It can come out of uh, Joint bank account doesn't matter. The thousand dollars isn't taxed going in, so it's not levied at fifteen percent tax. The government will then put five hundred dollars into the into that super fund uh, yeah. when the tax return is done. So the small caveat is that the tax return needs to be done. To yeah. so if you have a spouse um, or if you not don't need to lodge a tax return. Yeah. then um, there's no way that the government can pick that up. So you'd actually have to go and get a, a tax return lodged in this case. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's $500 of free money, um, yeah. which is which is fantastic. So put $1,000 in, the government puts in $500. Um, I, I, again, um, uh, let's say that's another fortnight's worth of entertainment, that free $500. So, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah. It's again a nice little nudge. You've had to put a thousand dollars in to to get yep. that benefit, yep. and um, and in uh, combination with the spouse contribution. So spouse contribution, you put three thousand dollars in to get five hundred and forty dollars of tax offset. Uh, you put another thousand dollars in as the government co contribution. You get yep. um, five hundred dollars 
Yeah. So an extra four thousand dollars has gone into someone's superannuation fund. Yeah. Um, uh, ignoring the extra, well, yeah, the the five hundred dollar co contribution actually does go in to yeah. the super fund, so it doesn't come to you as a tax offset. Mm. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so four thousand five hundred dollars has gone in. Uh, yeah. In this case, you've put four hundred. Uh, you've put four thousand dollars in. In yeah. those two points, spouse contribution yeah. number three and government co contribution number four. Um, the government tops up with five hundred dollars, and you get a tax offset of five hundred and forty dollars as well. Yeah. So, and that couple, that's couple of small ones there, but, but yeah, certainly but well it, worth doing. But it, again, over ten years it makes a big difference. So, like yeah. we we look at this uh, a lot with, and as you said, one, two, three, and four. Each of these these um, loopholes, they they're they're really useful on their own, but they're particularly useful when it's all combined, and you see the compounding effect on that over. Over ten years, so you know if you've got a couple and one of them is using up their concessional contributions carry forward, and then using up their concessional contributions each year, plus they're making spouse contributions, plus they're making the additional thousand dollars to get the government co-contribution. Over ten years, it mm. those things all add in together to make a make a huge difference. And then yeah, they do. And then, as you said, the point of all this is that you're picking up those advantages along the way, but you're also getting to that end point, which is which is what you want to be in, which is the, the fifth loophole, which you've talked about, is the, the tax-free retirement. Yeah, so here, here we come. We've gone over 10 years here, let's assume, and we've we've got to the point where we want to retire. We're over age 60. Um, all this money that we've put into our super funds along the way, the concessional contributions, the carry-forward if we're entitled to it, the spouse contributions and the government co-contribution means that we actually have a larger balance than we would have had. The mecca now is that once we've met a condition of release, which is which is um, there's there's a number of these, and um, the the most common one is that I'm aged over sixty and I've retired. Yep, but it doesn't have to be. So no. you can yes. you can um, cease I'll, I'll an employment arrangement. Cease an employment arrangement. Yeah. Let's, so, let's not let's not do yeah. it. This will be another one of those things. Where <laughs> another. We, yeah. We've been we've been talking about this for half an hour, and, and then we'll go on for another ten minutes. Ten minutes about different yep. conditions of release and how to do that. So, that's, but yeah, that's the, right. The the big picture there is that, as you said, you, you are able to you meet a condition of release. You can move your money from superannuation mm. into a superannuation income stream. Or, or yep. as you said, a tax-free company, and in that environment, you pay no tax on the earnings, and you don't pay no tax on any income drawn out of there. Yep, yep. So, so um, let's assume that you've got your superannuation balance to, you know, let's 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 say it's 1. got 6. to one point six million dollars in this case. Um, all of that can go into uh, yep. a, the tax-free company that I spoke about. It's called. This is why it's confusing as well. Uh, <laughs> and, and an allocated the most, pension and account-based yeah. pension. <laughs> a pension. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. The most common, the most common term for this is an account-based pension. Um, look, we we like to call it a superannuation income stream, which it's also known by, yeah. because that's just what it is. Like it's a, it's still a superannuation fund. The tax yeah. rate drops from fifteen percent to to zero percent. Yeah. Um. And and what it is, it's designed to pay me an income stream. Yes, in this point in time. So there are a few little minimum minimum requirements. So you have to t- you do have to take a minimum income from that. There's no maximum income uh, that you, you the the maximum is set by 
how much is in the account and how much is sustainable to draw down, how much you're making as a rate of return. Um, Just the same as you can withdraw money at any point in time from a bank account until it runs out. So you have to be careful there. Um, There's essentially no maximum that you can draw. Uh, It's it's, it's 0% earnings tax. So... So, um, just I imagine like, for yeah, a second I, that that uh, that one point six million dollars that we have in this fund here uh, earns us an eight percent rate of return. So, you know, effectively, it's it's one hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars of of earnings that we've earned, and there's absolutely no tax levied on that at all. Uh, you can draw a tax free income from that as well forever in a day. Yeah. So, so and yeah, I actually it's, like it's, that the example that you've used here of what that what that means in terms of, because mm-hmm. I think what happens when people are working taxes taxes taken at the source, and so people obviously don't necessarily realise how much how much of their gross income is is taken up in in income tax because it comes out every fortnight. But um, in the example that you've just said there, if you were drawing an eighty thousand dollar tax free Income out of your out of your superannuation income stream mm. to receive and to receive a net income of eighty thousand dollars from from work or from your job, you'd actually have to have a gross income of one hundred and ten thousand mm. dollars. So huge difference there. Yeah, so there's a differential of thirty thousand dollars in um in that I can draw eighty thousand dollars tax free from this magical company superannuation income stream, uh, and and like you said, does if that was employment income, if you were if you were receiving eighty thousand dollars in the hand employment income, you'd actually would have already paid thirty thirty thousand dollars tax from yeah. uh, from from your payroll tax. Yeah. So there's a big difference there. Free money of thirty thousand dollars a year in that example, um, and that's forever. So yeah. imagine what you could do with thirty thousand dollars extra every year in yeah. save taxes. Like there's a lot of stuff you can do with that. Um, so uh, the the just to talk a little bit more about that because it's a really confusing thing for people because it's called an account-based pension or an allocated pension or it's referred to that. Um, I've had I've had some questions where people have said, you know, do I have to go into Centrelink? And, yes. Um, yep. And I was, oh, it's the word, the word pension actually yeah. confused them and I can see why that, why that was. Yeah. Um, uh, there's been confusion around how long you need to tie this money up for. So there's yeah. no there's no need to tie any of this money up forever and a day. If yeah. you want that money, you can cash yeah. out that in part or in full at any point in time. So that, uh, yeah. There's been confusion around where you can invest that money. So same, same. just keep thinking back to superannuation. Yeah. Whatever you well, can that- invest in your superannuation fund now so you can mix that up. Uh, around bonds and and uh, the best companies in Australia and the biggest companies in the world and, and all of those types of things, you can invest in the same things yep. inside a super income stream slash account based pension. So and that's it's, why it's, we actually call it a super income stream is because it, it's it's it I guess an easy it's an easy way to think of it. It's just like a super fund. It's, it's exactly the same as your superannuation fund. It's just that it's designed for you to draw an income from and be and, and it's and it's taxed at zero percent. Yes, it's it's it is the absolute matter of where you want your money. Um, yeah. The the main yeah. caveat is that is that you can't start one of these with more than one point six million dollars. Yeah. Uh, per individual, 
which is important. So what we find, we, I mean, we see some scenarios, Dallas, don't we, where say the, um, say one member of the couple who's done most of the work and um, the other member of the couple may, you know, raise the family yep. and all that sort of stuff. They end up with, with vastly different superannuation balances. Yeah. Um, there's some tricks that we can do. You yeah. know, in this example, if someone was due to end up with $1.9 million yep. and had someone it, else it. was due to have $0 in their fund, what yep. we'd want to do is actually move over at least $300,000 from that $1.9 yep. million into yep. the other person's fund, the other member of the couple's fund. And the reason is that it's it's a limit of $1.6 million each that you yep. have in this tax-free um, that company. So. And that, that's another one that is probably a podcast all the time, how to square it is, that yeah. up. There, there's a heap of different strategies as to, as to how you can do that. But, but I think that's probably a, the, the main caveat, the main point to leave there is that's really the holy grail is what you want is up to $1.6 million each inside superannuation to be able to get it across into that tax-free company and yes. tax-free income forever in a day. And, um, and we're certainly, we, as you can tell, if you if you've listened this far, we are so passionate about this. <laughs> yes. this I mean, this is our business. This is it. This yeah. is our life. Yeah. Um, so we love this stuff, and we we can put all this we put all this together. Um, yeah. We'd be only too happy to talk to you about actually coordinating all of this together. Yeah. Um, uh, the, we've given away a lot of stuff here, but yeah. but but that's fine because. Look, Roger Federer knows how to play tennis. But he, <laughs> I, was, I knew you were going to pull the Roger Federer. <laughs> Look, he's he, still got a tennis. He coach. probably knows more about tennis than anyone in the world. But he still has yeah. a tennis coach. He still has yeah. a. Yeah. He still has a trainer. He still has all those people to hold yeah. him accountable. So, I mean, what we do for a lot of our clients is, besides putting all the strategy together, we actually hold them accountable and we make sure that they get to where they've said they want to be. And um, and and uh, obviously this say so legislation does change as well. So yeah. if we're looking at ten years to go or fifteen years to go, we see legislation change a lot. So this is the yeah. current legislation, but two thousand and nineteen twenty alone, here's yeah. the new legislation that came in: JobKeeper, yeah. early release of superannuation, the halving of the account-based pension minimum income requirements. Um, uh, we had the, uh, the concessional contributions tariff. carry forward uh, yeah. actually actually kick in, even though it yeah. was enacted was beforehand. It really only kicked in in yeah. 2019, 20. So, yeah. so, so this, this is probably a, a that we, we, could, we could be doing this every every year or two with all of the new legislation, the new rules, and different limits, and all the things that are changing all the time. So, hmm. and I think that's as we said, the, the main thing here is that. These, here's, here's the five sort of off the top of the head that we can go bang, 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 bang. This is what we can take advantage of. But it does then tie into the, the bigger picture. We want to have a plan as to how to use all of these in the most effective way. So we don't want to be taking advantage of one of these at the expense of uh, what what that puts you in, in the future and your ability to, to save tax down the line as well. That's exactly right. So um, probably a good place to wrap up. Uh, if you do want to get in contact with us, certainly podcast at mo50.com.au. Uh, yeah. We'd certainly, please reach out. We'd only be too happy to set up a Zoom meeting. We can talk to anyone around Australia, wherever you're, you're based, because um, it's certainly, it's certainly um, post coronavirus world, everyone knows how to Zoom and everyone's yeah. pretty comfortable <laughs> with the Zoom meeting. So, yeah. so it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's good we found that's worked really well. Yeah. Thanks for listening.
Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.